Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Dan, is it my imagination or is uh, Dr. Gary Lane smiling more than he has uh, since we've known him? Yes, he is. (laughs) Not a doctor. Uh, I'm blessing. I'm blessing. (laughs) It could be that uh, he's in marital bliss right now. What's it been? A couple of days? A couple of hours? What's it been? Three three weeks and two days. Who's counting? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not you. Yeah, Saturday we had our three-week anniversary. <laughs> wow. Did you? Did you and do that, anything uh, special? Yes. Yes, we did. We watched another episode of something on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it was so special you don't even remember what you watched, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I, they're all running together now. It's like uh, Saving Private Ryan is running into, uh, you know, all these different, I don't know, whatever. They're all running together now. Well, wow. we we thought what we day is it <laughs> really? Well, yeah, what day? What uh, what hour? What what year? We're not sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doctor Gary Lane on yep. with us on Zoom and on the radio. We wanted to uh, check in with him. So Allison is good. She's doing really well. She's uh, she's excited to be married. I don't know why to me, but uh, <laughs> she's excited to be married. She's enjoying it. Uh, we both, you know, have been independent for the last few years alone, and so cooking and everything so it's kind of like no 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 that's not how i do it it's like well that's how i do it so we're learning to no i cook no i want to cook it's like no i want to cook so we're like arguing over so far the only thing we've come to the same conclusion is we both boil water the same way so well that's good that's helpful yeah yeah. and that's because i bought her a pot because she wasn't boiling it right so i got one of those instant kettles for her so it's blue you know you turn the light on and it's blue so, no, we're enjoying it. We're just having a good time trying to learn each other's uh, ways and understand how we uh, operate. And, you know, I, I found out something about the way she shops for food. That's kind of interesting for me to go to the grocery store with her, our little masks on and, and down the food aisle. And, yeah, I'm rearranging stuff in her closet and going, is that okay? Because, like, this should be over here. <laughs> You know, you you bring an interesting point up. Um, You know, you you both have been married before uh, and you lost your spouses and now you're both older and you're you're both set in your ways. How does somebody uh, I mean, I mean, I'm almost 60. I'm set in my ways. And uh, sometimes it's still tough on my wife after 30, 38 years. So how do you navigate that as someone? It's a new relationship in a sense. It's new. I mean, you know, you're, it's, it's you, very new. Yeah. And so how do you navigate that and not you get your feelings hurt? Uh, well, again, part of it is to learn that, you know, the Bible says that a man and a wife come together and cleave to each other and, and they become one flesh or whatever that Bible verse says in Genesis. Really what it means, you come together and create your own environment. And so what we're learning right now in the first three weeks is like, she likes it this way and I like it that way. It's like, okay, well, how do we make that our own new special way? You know, and so that's all we're doing. We're just learning and it's kind of exciting. Uh, so as you come together as a couple, you're like, okay, hmm, I wonder if she likes 
you know, this much salt or that much salt. Or she like pepper. Like she likes a lot of pepper on her eggs. I don't like that much pepper on my eggs. But when I cook her eggs, I put some extra pepper on them because she likes extra pepper. Hmm. And so we're just learning each other. So it's actually fun to get to know someone else, uh, to get to know their habits, to get to know their, you know, that's what's special about marriage. You get to know that person intimately, uh, to know all their little quirkinesses. And the good news is I'm a little taller than her. So I get all the top shelves on the, in the closet, the top drawers and the dresser. So, you know, we're trying to make that all work together, but it is about not, it's not about being selfish. Um, I'm, I'm working on putting together some uh, intensive weekends for some, for some couples and I want to be able to come out to the house and we've got a guest room and we've got this beautiful backyard and a place, a lake where they can walk and fish if they want to. But really when a couple comes here for counseling and, and the intense counseling, it's really because we've grown selfish. Uh, we have desires and needs that we don't feel are being met by our spouse, and we want those needs met. So hmm. we get a little selfish in it. And so right now, we're in a great place where we, we feel like all our needs are met, and we're doing really well as far as God meets our needs, so we can enjoy each other. And it's so nice to just enjoy somebody instead of trying to get something from them. Hmm. Now, you said, uh, Gary, that you... you we're learning how she shops grocery shops. Is this, does she do something weird? Like go down the left side first and then the right or what, what is it something different? No, I think sometimes she doesn't, again, I, maybe I, I'm a guy, I don't have much stuff in my pantry at my house. So, you know, yeah. I was like, I knew what I had. She doesn't quite know everything she has in the uh, pantry. Don't, if she watches it, she's going to yell at me. But <laughs> um, sometimes she'll buy it and we, we have, I found out we have a couple more of those already in there. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to, that doesn't bother me at all. It's yeah. it's kind of fun. It's just it's something I've noticed, and I know she's noticed stuff about me because I am so weird. Yeah. So she's noticed as, stuff about me. As long as you don't go down the the wrong aisle, if they've got arrows pointing which way you have to go on the aisles, don't do that. You'll get arrested. You know that's an interesting that's an interesting thing. There's a there's a store around here that has one way aisles, mm -hmm. and it's so interesting. Do you have to correct a person going the wrong way? I think that would be a good counseling question. I'm going to add that be. in. Yeah. It's yeah. like, so your store has one-way aisles and you see someone coming the wrong way. What do you do? And so many people want to control their environment and would literally get upset or be upset by that person going the wrong way. So it's, yep. it's fascinating. That is interesting because um, it's the Walmarts yeah. here in Loganville. Uh, and I didn't realize that there was a direction chart. And I just happen to be going like normal, you know, mm -hmm. and other, nobody's pointing a finger at me. Nobody's throwing cans of soup at me. And I look down after about 30 minutes and go, oh, I've been, I'm supposed to wait a minute. Yeah. And so, but, you know, it is what it is at this point. Um, but you so know nobody what? Nobody came after you? Not, not yet. I mean, I don't know if there's like a video of me and they're going to send me a ticket in the mail like they... You know, which they they've done that to some other family members in our household. I won't mention Apparently their no names. control freaks for a sharp at the shop at the Walmart. There, so that's yeah. Let me have the address because I want to go to that one. It sounds it sounds graceful and it sounds peaceful. Uh, the one yeah. I go to is like people are like, excuse me, sir, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> Forbid. Also, yeah, I tried to tell him I was only going one way. I was going. Uh, way. That's that's my line. I use that oh, every sorry. every single uh, every single day. Hey, Dr. Gary Lane on zoom with us you know you yeah. just opened up Not something that i have like i have a couple of questions i do want to ask you about 
the tribute that you put on your Facebook uh, about about Ravi. I do want to ask you that. We may run out of time, but you just gave me an idea of a question. Okay, so you're talking about, and and this is not about you and Allison, but this is about married couples. So when I ask you this question, it's not going, I want an answer about you and Allison. So at what point does a couple look at themselves? Uh, because like you said, selfishness, we, we're all selfish. At what point do you say, is it me giving giving in uh or 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 serving uh and what what where is the the line of of getting run over i don't know how to ask that question but that what is boundary what where's the boundary of okay well i'm giving all the time so Mm -hmm. where is that boundary is there one no what do you do yeah it's interesting uh peter said to jesus uh, how many times should i forgive three times and jesus went or seven times because three was kind of the norm And, and jesus said no not seven times but you know 70 times seven like, ah, okay, so 490 times. Well, after 30 years, you probably run out of times to forgive. But mm-hmm. but I think he meant it was a perpetual thing. And you got to understand forgiveness is for yourself. It doesn't really release the other person. So, um, you know, it's a hard one. To, to not get run over depends on what your definition of run over is. If someone is physically abusing, get out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, emotional abuse is another one where somebody belittles you or makes you feel terrible. You have to look at that. Um, I, that's where you need to go get help because you need an objective third party to say, okay, am I perceiving this incorrectly or are they actually abusing me in that emotion? Mm. Are they actually belittling me? And again, even if they are belittling you, what does Jesus say? Uh, it doesn't say run away from your marriage. Mm. And so there needs to be counsel which says, okay, when you say that to me, it makes me feel so whatever, unloved, or I feel so insecure when you tell me this. And, and that, that allows you to understand what's going in, in your own heart. And then hopefully, if your spouse loves you at all, then they start to understand what they say and how it makes you feel. Mm. I mean, if I walked up to you and Rick and said, you know, hey, good to see you, and I slapped you. You'd be like, ah, nice to see you, Gary, but I'm going to stay further back. So I'm going to withdraw from you uh, further than an arm's length so I can't slap you. And so you want to withdraw when somebody's verbally attacking you. You want to withdraw. You want to defend. And so that doesn't make for a good marriage relationship. So you you really actually need, I believe, a third party. That's why Grace Ministries is so great because we, we take a neutral position. We don't say, hey, she's right, you're wrong, you're wrong, she's right, you know what? We don't say that. We say, okay, what's going on in your heart? And so it is a matter of saying, all right, wow, this, my spouse stirs up something in me. And what is it they stir up? They stir up a sense of insecurity or they stir up a sense that I'm not loved. And then, and then God comes and says, but I love you. And, and that's the really hardest part of Christianity. Paul said, Father, take this away from me. And Jesus said, my grace is sufficient. And so now Paul had to wrestle in that moment, going like, all right, your grace is sufficient. And then Jesus said, look, Paul, my power is perfected in your weakness. And Paul said, all right, then I'll glory in my weakness. And we don't really unpack that for couples, but I think it's a great uh, um, passage or scripture to unpack. So how do I say, wow, Father, I feel insecure. My, My spouse makes me feel insecure. And have the Father say, Gary, I'm your security. Mm. All right. And that's putting God above your spouse. And it's hard. And we don't learn that. We don't know that. So that's why that's why people are having problems in their marriage. That's so good, man. That's really good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little deep, but but that's how it works, and that's what I'm trying to explain to people how it works. Um, and that's where this level, you know, we have this COVID-19 thing going on and the anxiety level people is rising because their underlying needs aren't being met or their perceived needs are not being met. And so their level of anxiety kind of grows and grows and grows and they're struggling for ways to get those needs met. And, and, and they were using work or they were using school or they were using their job, uh, you know, the money they were making from their job. They were using external things to meet their perceived needs. And now God is like almost in some strange way, removing those from us and saying, am I enough? Mm. That's and so that's good. It's really great for Christians. Am Lo- I enough? Says God. Love that. Sorry, we're run out of time. We got to get back with you in a few weeks and uh, got some more questions for you. That was so good, man. I feel so yes. much better. Thank you. I'm going to send this to my wife right now. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, you got uh, yeah. a point because if 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 God is my security and my source, then it always goes back to me, right? Because exactly. I'm so, yeah. So it's like, uh, okay, well then I got to check myself to see why am I feeling insecure, or unloved, yeah. or etc. Yeah. Whatever. Here's the here's the thought: the thing you think is your problem is not your problem. Mm. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Oh, you're so wise, and you're such a good doctor. Hey, go to gment.org. <laughs> And find Gary and check out his uh, Wednesday night uh, Bible study as well at Piedmont. And check out his Facebook page as well. Hey, Gary, we will uh, get back with you in a few weeks, all right? I want to ask you about uh, the the, Love You Too, the Ravi Tribute, and uh, and more. Hey, we'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live.